2: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
3: Welcome back. Junkies come to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, and we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can also check us out on the Monumental Sports Network, presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, visit cropmetcalf.com to join their team. Spish, Cakes, EB, and JP. Spencer Carberry, head coach of your Washington Capitals, is going to join us coming up at 9. And for those that missed it, we're going to play some of our interview with Dan Quinn. He joined us at 6.30, coming up at 8.20. So if you missed that at 8.20, um, during one of the breaks I went back there and I had told myself, I don't pay. None of us really pay any attention to the cameras in the studio. Mm-hmm. But I told myself to improve my posture. I just <laughs> haven't done it. Like I have this tendency to kind of like hunch over well, in front of the mic. And it, looks, the it looks horrible. I, mean, I look like a troll. Like I, I mean, walked by and I saw myself in the my mirror, like looking like this. I mean, it's troll. something that you have to that you
4: would have to think about every second that you're in here on the air. Maybe Otherwise, I need to cross
3: my legs, which forces me to sit upright. I
4: don't know what this solution is. I'm sure I'm hunched over too. My back I look, probably look like I have scoliosis over here. It's probably hmm. the worst. Well, you got the silly chair. I do have a very nice chair. My the chair sure does posture. destroy all the other chairs in this room. Mm-hmm. From PVI office furniture, of course. So, I
3: saw our boys from OAR. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have Oceans calling again, once again, in mm-hmm. Ocean City. And I yep. saw the lineup. Just a And it's, it's gotten even better. It's just, a big it's a big dog lineup. So
4: many home runs on that lineup. Yep. I mean, it is ridiculous. All right, give
3: me some of the yeah. sillies, Cakes. Well,
4: I mean, just the first day, the Friday, and I don't have the entire list in front of me, but here's what jumps out at me. Blink-182 headlining, mm. and also on that bill, 311, I think sublime, and this one gets uh, amy Alville steamed sugar ray on that bill too oh wow <laughs> I mean, it's well, just and oar
5: well the on three that bill. the three headliners for the friday saturday sunday are blink the killers and, and dmb Dave, I mean, that's just i mean that's it's actually
4: a ma- it's a massive I mean,
6: concert <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, right, it's, it's it is it's here's huge here's day one
3: yeah. is blink 182 <clears throat> cage the elephant yeah. they're good I know slime they're yeah 311 mm-hmm. oar you mentioned Sugar Ray. I don't really know any of the other acts. What are they? The Revivalists, The Darkness, oh. Larkin Poe. Oh, The Dark.
4: You definitely know a song by The Darkness because it was huge when we were at HFS 20 years ago. Uh, I believe in A Thing Called Love. I believe it was just a smash. That, that, oh, that that's a smash. <laughs> that song is a smash. And now,
3: then Tonic, Philip Phillips. Well, you know Tonic, tonic, oh, tonic is tonic. LA. I
4: mean, Tonic... That lineup on Friday makes
3: my pants move. Winona <laughs> Fighter and Vincent Lima. Uh, Winona so, Fighter, I like that name. Yeah. I, I'm assuming this is done by days, right? I mean, so is the tonic. Killers headline it's done day by two. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's,
0: that first one that you did was the Friday. Yeah. This is the Saturday that you're doing. The Killers headline on I mean, just Saturday. Just so many
4: haymakers killers are throwing massive.
3: out. And there's some really good acts on day two. So it's the Killers, the headliner, but the Offspring... Yeah. Big. They've got a bunch of sillies. Mm-hmm. The Beach Boys.
4: Hey, you know what? For for a festival at the beach, why why wouldn't you bring out the Beach Boys? And I'm I, not
3: familiar with Revolution. I don't know that.
5: Young the Giant,
4: legit. Young that's the a, Giant, that's a good I wish. Man. They could
0: yeah. only be Ocean City Girls. How about this? I think they're not going to sing that. How
4: about the All American Rejects? I mean, that's so many hits there.
0: Switchfoot.
3: Switchbook. Switchfoot I got size Did it Switchfoot come in studio? Honestly, it almost feels like Think an so, HFS yeah. It is yeah. uh, I don't know some of these other groups They've got the Hives Group Love The Beaches <clears throat> Tom O'Dell Trevor Hall The Samples And Caitlin Tarver if, if And if I, then If I were The Darkness I would just go play this song
4: Four times in a row And leave the stage yeah.
3: And then on Sunday <laughs> It is and this is Sunday September 29th yeah. Yep. Dave Matthews Band, uh-huh. gigantic, Counting Crows, massive, the Boys to Men, I mean that's a curveball but I like it, Bare Naked
4: Ladies, you know how many uh, guys be re- 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 Weeping, is, is there a huge hit, End of the Road, Boys to Men, <laughs> how many people are going to be in their fields yeah. when they sing that, Well, oh, they're they're,
3: they're, they're incredible, Blues Traveler, oh, John Ooh. Popper,
4: that guy's uh, still alive? Harmonica,
7: he's still alive?
3: Uh, you know what? There's something in you know small what? print there. It says performing for blues traveler. And then in small prints performing quote four. So I don't know.
4: I'm this three day festival is a 15 out of 10. Like, uh, they how about, are killing how about
5: it. big head Todd and the monsters? Love those guys. <laughs> I've heard of them.
4: I don't, I don't know much by, the by top them top to head. be honest. I don't have much of a file on them. You've
5: heard them. Yeah. I'm You've sure
3: I've heard, heard something Todd. by them. They also okay. have uh, Lisa Loeb. Yep. Day. Mount State. Joy. Definitely going to play it. Jade Bird and Stephen Kellogg. And then OAR does a special set on Sunday as well. So, yeah, that is a killer lineup. And they've done the, the chef's bit Yeah, where they've got acclaimed chefs joining them. So, uh, our boys kicking some butt. Ocean's
4: calling. Congrats on putting that lineup together because that lineup is... I mean it's just star studded yeah. Friday through Sunday. No, we
7: we're obviously huge got, huge fans of those guys cuz local and we've known them a long time now. Mm-hmm. But we have nothing to do with this show, right?
3: Like the station no. or anything. No. We're just just it was promoting it we're fans. Yeah.
5: yeah. Maybe go to it.
3: I mean we met those guys well, well, almost last year, It's last, almost 25 years now we met them yeah. in 2003.
1: Yeah. What were we going to say? Last year Mark unveiled the lineup on our show.
4: Right.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cakes. That's how it before it came out. Big yeah. I remember. Resignation Superman right oh, here.
4: Oh, okay.
5: I've definitely this, heard this. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a killer lineup. Who is this right here? This is Big Ed Todd. Yeah. I'm Small I'm the, Head
3: JP. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Good, good tip and They kind of sound like Emmett slimming a little bit. No? Yeah, I, I can see a little bit of that.
7: They're still doing their thing, by the way. I know. Here's, Here's they do the, like, an annual show at the 930.
1: Club. Here's the problem with the Sunday show. Yeah. It's going against the NFL. And so you have to make the commitment. Do I want to watch the NFL or or I just, do I want to go to, to Dave to Matthews? If I pick one day, yeah. I
4: would go to the Friday show. Yeah. You get Blink.
0: Friday. You, get
1: Sublime, you get You get OAR. You get, you get
4: Cage. You get OAR. You get Sugar Ray. I mean, I mean that's just huge. <clears throat> Friday, Saturday.
1: Saturday silly, you're sleeping on Saturday.
4: Saturday's very good, too. But I don't know that I'm I'm cut out at this point in my life for two days of festival. But I would, I would agree. Maybe I could do one. It's
1: tough to miss
5: all of college football Saturday, and all of the NFL on Sunday. Right. need a lot watch, of sunblock. Watch me. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably will. You don't care.
4: <laughs> yeah, but it's late September. Are you gonna, I, guess it's I think still you need some sunblock. Yeah, you might oh, it'll be,
5: the weather will be money. Be Hopefully nice. it will be better than that first year. When My hurricane.
7: phone is already now showing me Ocean's Calling a lineup. It's right. they, they, Listening to everything we're doing. Of course it is. Sane. Of course. This is the way of the world. Yeah.
0: Um. Hey, I, are, 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 let me ask you a question. This is very uh, – Selfish. Yes. Okay. Do we do we have to uh, order our tickets like the rest of the donks? <laughs> I'm you know, sure you could get. It's on a great point, this. point you're
4: bringing up. I'm sure, I you mean, can get on. The list. We know people. We, I, we do. If we were gonna go, I'd like to reach out to some people so we do, we don't have to do like the pre sale code or whatever. I think the tickets go on sale Thur-
0: Thursday, Thursday
1: at 10 a.m. Yeah. Do you think it's possible we could get a meet and greet with? Travis Barker, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, know
6: yeah, about yeah. that. But well, Mark, will Mark not. hook
0: us up with some backstage sillies? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah.
7: I, I mean, uh, yeah. But you, even when you're possibly. backstage, we were we were backstage for all the H Festival stuff. Those those rock stars are so pampered and and protected. Even when you see them like eating, you know, in the in the little yeah, in the or
4: hospitality tent. I will they're say they're not really. I, I
7: will I just, say this I would,
0: so. I would like uh, with you. I would like a real bathroom, not a porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: I will say this. Bump? Mark Roberge mm-hmm. did offer a backstage meet-and-greet with someone from last year's uh, Ocean's Calling okay. for my daughter and her friend. Oh, that's did
4: nice. Didn't, now, they didn't go.
0: Okay. Oh, you're trying to but, cash in
4: on it now. I see what you're no, doing. No, I'm just saying. I think they would <laughs> hook that up.
0: Sure. Do we, do we got to text Mark? Because this is beneath Mark.
1: It's the grovel for Dickens. don't is, bother It him. is groveling. No, I, I bothered him about five minutes after the lineup came oh, out. Oh, you yes, did? That. Oh, really? Yeah. Shocker, he, he didn't text yeah, me. Yeah, no response yet. <laughs> you I mean, say? He's a busy
4: man. I asked him to come on the show, talk about it.
1: Yeah. And he never responded? Yeah, but I'm sure a thousand people were texting about the I mean, he's just him. getting. He'll get back to
4: me. W- with a lineup like that, he's getting bombarded. Mm-hmm. He has to be. That play, Ocean City. Did, 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 he he filled, even, filled did you even mention Counting Crows? Yes. Bare Naked Ladies also on Sunday, CK I believe.
1: said that Counting Crows is, is um, kind of nubs live because they don't play hits.
7: They do like their own bit. Oh, no, oh
4: they're, they're doing,
0: above the hit. They're doing yeah.
1: that bad bit. I, I yeah. saw
7: them play live, but it was a long time ago. And they played hits, but that was a long time ago. I mean, ago. you
4: gotta, you gotta super serve the masses and play the hits. That's why people are still coming out. Nobody's listening to your new music. I think these artists realize I'm it. Sure,
0: this is going to be silly, you right next play, to Jolly Rogers. That'd
4: be like could, the Killers are going to go up and not play Mr. Brightside. That would be, hey, that would be cause a riot. You could, hey, you I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be don't, uh,
3: if the killers didn't play this
4: song i'm gonna be so
3: sized for pop punk and the hfs era i love it the only thing that's maybe moving you more is uh sydney sweeney lately (laughs) yeah she's been hot of late you got got that twinkle in your eye you know what's a
5: a very good (laughs) underrated killers tune is the song and i'm not sure the title but it's the song he sings about buster douglas beating tyson i think think it's it's called douglas beats tyson or
4: don't even know that's a song.
5: Oh yeah, it's, he has a song. They have a song about that day, that <laughs> well, night, that I fight. I can tell
4: you something. It's not as good as this one. <laughs> oh,
0: hey, this is a Hanks, huge hit. Hanks, it's a good song. Hanks, will you come yeah. down? and We'll share Thrasher's fries together and I'd Donkey to. Kick.
4: I'm not a big vinegar on my Thrasher's fries guy, but I could I could do it for a day. It's, it's actually just called whole Bay.
3: It's actually just called Tyson versus Douglas. Yeah, by the yeah. killers. Yeah. I mean, it actually we can is ride a good the song. roller
4: coaster there, Valdez. <laughs> oh, we can make just day of it. fantastic.
0: The tidal wave, I believe that or, oh, yeah. I believe that's the name you of the, the name roller coaster. Name, yeah, we can bumper boats. <laughs> uh, boats. Hey, cakes! I'll win you a prize. You can walk around with a big stuffed teddy bear. Yeah, That's
4: fantastic. <laughs> we'll make a whole weekend of it. Sounds amazing.
3: Yeah, it's gonna oh, be a so good, good one. for the guys from OAR and Mark Ribera. I mean that
4: Blinky's that Blinky's gonna sell out all three days. I know that's why we it's need. gonna sell that, out sell in sell twenty out, minutes. Sell out, sell out. <laughs> I know that's
0: what I. That's why I need Mark. I need yeah, Mark. we need
4: we need help. We need we need to get hooked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's all there is to it.
0: Does Jim Van Stone do Ocean's <laughs> Calling? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Do his tentacles Yeah, is there a Hennessy and
4: suite? Extend all the way out to the eastern shore. That'd be nice. Does
0: he have a Natty bow suite? Because <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> we would take advantage of it. We would take the tickets.
7: My, it, you, nobody cares, but I can't go to the... This is when my daughter... is her senior year. I'm not missing. I don't miss anyway, so I won't be able to go. Because I'll be up at Cornell for sure. But I also miss OAR's show always at Merriweather now. Because I'm mm-hmm. always on vacation that Ah, It just kind of sucks for me. But no They're one cares. definitely
4: doing Merriweather again this summer.
7: They always do. Yeah. I know. And it's always a week I'm away. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It is what it is, man. <sighs>
1: yeah, it's an incredible <laughs>
7: lineup. And I, I, I always get sights I tell you, what? when I travel and I'm in a grocery store and I hear OAR all the right. time.
4: You hear like heaven or peace or... I hear deeper cuts, too. Yeah.
7: It's crazy. They must have some sick deal. But
4: It's a solid revenue stream. It's yeah. the last concert you went to. <laughs> I went and saw Neck Deep with my daughter and, like and last son week. in That's Baltimore. Right. What
3: about you, Mr. Bishop? You don't go that often.
4: I went to Roms Head Live. On.
5: Last concert I saw?
4: <laughs> Definitely a Heritage Act. Had to be an older act.
5: Well, he's going to something this I'm weekend. Going to, I'm going to something Friday. He's excited That's, about it. <laughs>
4: Oh, hold on i haven't even heard what he's doing friday
5: i'm going to a, I already I'm, forgot I'm going I to a yacht rock
4: oh that's right cover okay. band
5: concert gotcha. and, and props to the good people you know what capital one hall you'll
4: have a good time you'll hear all those ditties
5: they, go... will they play uh, africa by toto
3: maybe i'm
4: gonna give you a maybe isn't on that, that, that yacht
3: rock yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: not sure right. maybe it's bordering on yacht rock so you right. can't
3: even remember I can't
5: remember what I had for dinner last night, though. I'll come up with it. I'll come up with it.
7: What about you? Hmm. Last concert? That's a great question. I don't know, man.
5: I haven't been to a concert in quite a while.
7: I don't know. I yeah. honestly can't think of You one. know what
5: it might have been with me? It might have been One Direction at Raven Stadium. <laughs> M&T, M&T Bank <laughs> Stadium. Yeah.
3: You went to the I bank. I think mine was Machine Gun Kelly. I think Gun Gun that's Kelly. the last yeah. one. Although I've gone to see a couple Latino acts at Capital One, but it might have been Machine Gun Kelly. Well, for- for sure, it's it was probably O.A.R. at ago. Actually, you a few know what? I know ago. what it was.
5: I know what it was. There's a band called the Aces. It's an it's an all girls band from Utah. They're actually really good, and I saw them at Wolf Trap. Coming up uh, next, that was, that was probably like five years
3: ago. Yeah, if years. you missed it earlier, we're gonna play some of our interview with Dan Quinn, <laughs> New Commanders
0: head coach.
6: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
6: Welcome back.
3: Chucky's coming to you live on 106. the fan and the team 980 in the DMV. 910 the fan and 105.1 fm in richmond va and we are streaming live all across the country on the odyssey app you can also watch us on the monumental sports network (laughs) excited to have right now joining us a fellow seagull jason bishop yes sir dan quinn head coach of your washington Mm -hmm. commanders coach thanks for joining us this morning
8: (laughs) yeah man i'm pumped to be on with you guys and uh I can't wait to get everything rocking here. So how's it going with you guys? We're doing great. All right.
3: What is your normal morning <laughs> routine? Like when do you typically get up during the season during the off season, your early riser? Yeah, I'm an early riser.
8: Sometimes, uh, you can get in get a quick workout, uh, and then just get, get rocking on stuff early. So yeah, I, I use those hours in the morning before, you know, the team arrives, uh, to get, um, get a jump start, get clear headed on, on what you got to get done. So here at the combine, um, in the mornings are some of the interviews and that type of thing. And then um, breaks during the day, visit different people. And then, you know, as the week gets on and workouts and stuff as the week goes. So a little bit different routine uh, here in Indianapolis, too.
4: So, Coach, getting to know you a little bit, what is in your earbuds when you're doing either your, your work out hmm. there at the Combine? Or I've seen videos of you doing the pregame ritual of running and or walking the stadium steps. What's, what's on Coach Quinn's playlist? Give us a sampling.
8: <laughs> I would, there'd be a lot i would say i am a uh product of there's like 90s hip hop or like some classic rock so there could be some ACBC or Joe V or White Snake going at one day and then okay. on another day uh, like you know old school hip hop from
4: from my era so uh Doug e. Fresh yeah, yeah that, that's, that's our music. era no no I mean, we're, we're the same yeah. age so I, I i feel that
7: yeah we yeah. have a little side wager going here coach so you were a star at Salisbury Jason was a young bro- hold bro-
8: on Hold told Let's let's not, let's not
7: get twisted early on. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, You were a stud, no, no doubt. Was, uh, no. But but here's the question. So you were kind of a stud there at Salisbury. Jason was a young broadcasting prodigy. He didn't yep. even know it.
5: Yeah, I was. And he
7: said he interviewed you back in college. How many interviews did you do when you were back <laughs> well, at Salisbury? Well, well,
5: Coach, hold on. First of all, um, I interviewed you because we had one on-campus sports show, and it was called Sports Rap, and it was the on-campus <laughs> right? radio program that you could only listen to on the televisions in the dorm rooms. <laughs> All right, so there was no antenna somewhere where you can catch it on the radio in your cars. But you and uh, I know you remember Ben Hutchins, the quarterback. Um, would You came in a couple times and did interviews on campus with me and another co-host called Sports Rap. And that was 1993. It was a long time ago. <laughs>
8: um, yeah, well, I knew they gave you big jobs early, man. That, that's <laughs> what they do. They did. That's uh, and You know, they give you big stuff to get everybody rocking. So, Yes, of course. Um, Like all the media stuff that we did, it was big back at Salisbury back in the day, you know. So no doubt about (laughs) it.
3: Did you really? When did you start thinking about coaching? Because you went from there, and then you—I think you went to William and Mary first, and had kind of a a, like a typical coach. Kind of worked your way up in college, then to the pros. You went back to University of Florida, but when did it click for you? Hey, I think I want to do this for a living.
8: I probably knew early on that's what I wanted to do um you know coming up I wanted to to coach and teach and so I thought uh coming up like through you know youth football and you know hockey and baseball and track and field like there were a lot of coaches that poured into me and so when I went to college I majored in education I was thinking on you know, elementary ed and and coach and then get into college state you know to do this full-time and still teach just in a different way was really the way that I went after it. So um, that's when I, you know, got rolling and uh, asked my parents, Hey, I need one more year of scholarship because my first year at VMI, I volunteered. (laughs) I mean, that's uh, a win.
1: They
8: were awesome to yeah, we can keep, keep putting the bill. So I did that for a year at William Mary. And it was a really cool place to start coaching about what good could look like. The guy, um, he retired just a few years back, and Jimmy Laycock, and he was an excellent coach. So, like, my very first runway on the coaching side, to saw what good looked like. And, uh, in fact, two of the, you know, players that were on that team ended up becoming good friends who are now NFL head coaches. That was Mike Tomlin and Sean McDermott. Wow. And so, I was just a year older than Mike, so, you know, it comes a Pick me up, come on, we're going to fraternity party. I said, okay. So I said, coaching gig pretty good, you know. And
3: uh,
8: <laughs> there, from there, I went to VMI and uh, did that for a year, and then to Hoster out in Long Island for five years. So yeah, I did seven years um, in college before uh, going into the NFL. But uh, yeah, I knew um, all along that I uh, love football, and so I thought if there was a way that I would do that um, to make my living, then coaching would be the way to do it. So yeah, it was, it's having a looked back, man. It's been. Uh, an Awesome football life that I got to lead, and uh, it took me around the world, man. It's, it's been a
4: blast. Joined by Dan Quinn, head coach of the Washington Commanders. So, when, when you're in those early formative years, did you ever see like off in the distance, you know, like 30 years later, you'd be a two time NFL head coach, you would have led a team to the Super Bowl. Did you ever see that when you're at those early stops, like William and Mary and VMI, like you touched no, on? No,
8: definitely not. Yeah, when you're uh, taking the film, uh, down to the Roanoke airport, you know, so you could uh, do the film exchange with another college, you know, that you definitely didn't think that. So um, at that point, you know, like the coaching was honestly about the impact and it still is to me, you know, about that you can you know have on others and the influence that is. And so that connection, you know, from people from that team, like I said, I still keep up with Mike and Sean, not because they're NFL coaches. I probably would have anyway. There's, you know, certain people that I still kept, you know, still keep up with from William Mary and, same from BMI and Hofstra and so that's why I got into it like I honestly love being part of a team and that connection with others that you get to do like these incredible things together um that's what pulled that me to want to become a coach and so all these years later um it's still that same energy that makes you want to be part of something doing it with, with other people
5: coach I don't know how many teams you, you actually interviewed before you took the the Washington job but can you Compare the process, the interview process with Washington, with Adam Peters, and with uh, Josh Harris to 10 years ago when you were um, interviewing for the Atlanta job. Was it pretty much the same or is it a lot different?
8: No, it was definitely a lot different. Um, but I would say, you know, kind of like not one of them is exactly <clears throat> the same. You know, I think that's what's kind of fun about like the NFL as well because not every organization is run exactly the same. Sometimes an owner, you know, might be – you know, they're at the office running things every day to be a part of it. Others are not into that space. And so I would say what was unique about um, the one here is some outside um, consultants that were a really big part of that. And so to get to talk to Bob Myers was really interesting to me because I hadn't known him um, but I, you know, watched from afar through you know Steve Kerr, and I certainly followed Golden State because of Steve, and so I saw their relationship, I saw what that was, so I knew he would have perspective. Um, I would known Rick Spielman, um, who was on the panel, um, and you know been close with him for a really long time. He was the the general manager when I first went to the Miami Dolphins with Nick Saban, and so hearing different perspectives and different questions just from their point of view. And then, you know, from Adam, from his side. So I thought what made Washington unique was there was a lot of experience on that panel and, you know, went deep into questions and staffing and situations. And so um, I really appreciate that because the dialogue was familiar for me. And I think probably the second thing is from, you know, 10 years ago is when you haven't done the job, you don't you don't really know what, you know, comes across your desk. And uh, so, you know, when you get a second lap at something, you know, it's, you know what to expect, you know, a little bit more, but I was really selective in what I was looking for too. So it just is, uh, one of those times in your life where you're at the right spot at the right time with the right people. And that's why I was so lit up about, uh, having the chance to come here.
7: Coach, it sounds like you're still in Indianapolis. I don't know if you're going to be there the whole week. I think a lot of coaches can watch the drills from home whenever, don't necessarily have to be there. Um, are you there to for like your people reading skills? I, by the way, I consider myself an elite people reader. It takes me about two cool. seconds. I can I can measure you. Um, Why are you not here at the combine, I, dude? You should hire me. He <laughs> uh, yeah, you would take a job as an overpaid consultant. Yeah, you, uh, you should hire me. I'm a, I'm a elite at it. In fact, when I I didn't even need to meet Micah Parsons. All I needed to do was see that guy walk. Down when they introduced mm-hmm. his name yeah. uh, at the draft. But
5: here's the problem, Coach. He would complain <laughs> about the travel I'd all the time. Not on a private jet, he
7: would. But but my positives outweigh my negatives. <laughs> but are are you there, Coach, for that kind of thing to look guys in the eye to get a sense of them, or are you there for other reasons?
8: No, it's definitely the first one. Like, I'm, in my opinion, you have to you have to get to the man before the ball player.
1: Mm-hmm.
8: And if you can do that, you'll have a much better chance to reach the ball player and that's why having these interviews and you know get in front of guys is important and this is just one of those touch points there'll be other times at pro days and then we have visits that uh you know we can go there'll be other calls we can make to them and then there's others that we can bring you know to you know to ashburn you know on 30 visits where you get 30 you know players and that you're allowed to have in you know on a one-on-one setting so it's a good start to it but yeah the most important part from the coaching side for me is getting to know these guys and sometimes you're right. You just have a good sense, man, this guy's a good fit. I you know, it confirmed all the things the scouts had said about him or mm-hmm. let's say there was an issue or a situation that may have come up and you gotta get to the bottom of it. So not every conversation is exactly the same here because it goes for twenty minutes at a time. And so you sometimes you have to spend more time on one topic and then you can watch a little bit of football video to You know, there's some cut-ups that we make that they Mm -hmm. can watch and explain it and detail it. And so in a short time, you're just trying to find some, you know, where they are on their football smarts, where they are, you know, in their drive, you know, what makes them who they are. And uh, then the whole medical side, that's really, and I'm sure you guys know that, why the Combine started is for the ability to get physicals, you know, so they didn't have to go from team to team to team to you know, to, to get physical. So gotcha. um, that's the two big reasons. And then the workout part of it, those were, you know, add-ons at the end, but the, not the main the main purpose for it, for sure.
4: So, Coach, some NFL head coaches skipped the scouting combine. You clearly feel like there's value to being there. Is, is there good relationship building going on between you and Adam Peters and the rest of the scouting staff in Indy so far?
8: Yeah, and it is important um, just to, to feel that vibe. I was, you know, Adam and I, we watched – you know a lot of tape together we communicate you know on a regular basis about a lot of things but just you know this was our first time you know being in an interview with a player together so like all these firsts of tape together going through meetings together you know and so seeing him do his thing uh here has been impressive to watch um and so i'd known that he was good but it's kind of like you know but when you see it in action like okay I get it. This guy's elite at what he does. And so it's been very cool for me to watch that as well.
3: Talking to the new head coach of the Washington Commanders, Dan Quinn here on the Junkies yesterday, or maybe it was the day before Adam Peters spoke about drafting Brock Purdy in San Francisco. And I don't know if this was a slip. He said, I'm going to have to find another, another quarterback. And I want to relate that to Sam. Howell. does that mean Sam? Howell doesn't have a shot to start this year?
8: And I think you're definitely reading into things, <laughs> which is absolutely the job. And I think, uh, you know, like as we're going through, we're, we're absolutely digging on every part of the team and uh, just trying to find a competitive edge in every spot, whether that's, you know, wide receiver, DN, you know, O-line, corner, like whatever it is, that's what we're digging on. So, um, but it was, um, you know, when you're talking about a player like, like Brock, there's value all over. And so, that's really what it's about to say it might be the next Brock Purdy at a different position it's like how did this guy go to be a you know a seventh round pick to you know being a you know a, this wide receiver that you know exploded in the league and so those things are kind of what makes the scouting circle fun because why didn't everybody else see what you saw and so um you know, as you're going through, I think it, it really just applies to everybody. But, no, I've, we've had, uh, you know, already conversation with Sam and a uh, tough, aggressive player. Like, you know, for me, had a chance to compete against uh, the team, you know, over the last few years um, saw firsthand uh, how talented he is.
7: Yeah, I think a lot of it is fit, actually, right? It could explain why some guys hit and where they hit, that sort of thing? And, uh, you know, obviously when you were hired here, everybody talked about your leadership and, and being a leader of men and that kind of thing. But also, I mean, an elite defensive guy. Um, we saw firsthand what you did with that Dallas defense. Um, clearly, we've already talked about him. I think everybody probably asked you about Micah. Micah's a unicorn as far as I'm concerned, right? This guy's a freak. Um, I'm I'm intrigued not only in, in your leadership style, but how, how you're going to mold this defense. And some of the guys mocked me. Some of our listeners mocked me. But... We got, a, we got a player here whose measurables aren't that dissimilar. In some areas, they're actually better. In, in our young linebacker who hasn't produced anywhere near Micah, and that's Jamin Davis. <clears throat> and a lot of times, like, we'll go back to that fit thing. Sometimes, do you see a way that you can get more production out of a guy like Jamin Davis, who's got measurables and athletic skill that hasn't necessarily quite translated
8: yet? I think that's the, the whole key to this, isn't it? And so when you come into a spot like this, you want to get all the tape, all the cutups on right. the players to find out what makes them unique. And so finding for a guy like Jamins to say, okay, can I see all of his blitzes and rushes, you know, from his time here and even from Kentucky. So I can see what does that look like for him going forward? What is the burst? Can we teach him, you know, hand usage if the burst and the acceleration is right. So you're exactly right to find, you know, basically, what is somebody's superpower and then how do you get to go feature it? Because it doesn't have to be one size fits all. And if there's some things that somebody can do better than anybody else, then you try to make sure you feature that player in that, whether it's whatever the skill set is. And so um, basketball has definitely influenced me on that. If a guy is a catch-and-shoot player, like you put him on the perimeter and you, you know, get op- you know, options for him to go take those shots – it's no different in football. If somebody's excellent at guarding a tight end. If there's somebody who's got unique rush ability, if there's a unique blitzer, if there's a wide receiver that can really carry the ball and do things you know, from the backfield, if there's a running back that can split out wide to do stuff, if there's a, a quarterback that can use his legs uh, to be a dual threat, like you feature that player in the things that they do great. So that's the, kind of the secret sauce to me is finding on our own team unique traits. And the same thing here in the draft, to make sure that's how we do it.
7: But when I look at the roster, I from afar and just being naive, I don't see a lot because they haven't produced. But do you see kind of some gems here where you feel like you could put these guys in a different position and get more out of them? Do you see more than just like one or two guys that you think you could really get more out of that are currently on your roster?
8: And that's yeah, that's the key that you want to do to find you know the players to say okay, what if this position change happened, you know, like, and so we're using the the example of playing man-to-man. So that's a pretty easy one to see what happened when the player was targeted. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when you're talking about man-to-man plays, you can literally check those plays and say, hey, this guy's really good at, you know, guarding a running back, or he's really strong playing into the slot. And, you know, the same thing as a you know, like a wide receiver like i said who you know what does it happen when he you know carries the ball or you know runs screen so i am looking at that and i have found um, you know some things into players to say let's see if we can feature this over and over and over again and then the other part is like you also have to develop it because sometimes you'll try it and say you know what that's not the right thing let's keep going so the off season and training camp is some time to explore that with players both who are here and who will be new to the roster And not all of those changes work out, but a lot of them do. And then Mm -hmm. once we know that, hey, man, this is what we're going to ask you to do. And that's when the roles start to do and say, if you can do this one thing, you know, better than anybody else, that's how we're going to feature you here. And uh, it's been successful when we're able to find the guys that can do that.
5: Talking to uh, Commander's Head Coach Dan Quinn. I used to hang out at Shelly's Circle Bar with Dan (laughs) Quinn back in 1992-93. Now, that is probably an accurate Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 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 You'd go, you'd be playing pool in that pool hall. Um, I wanted to ask you about the coaching staff and like the hiring process for going out and getting the staff together. And one of the knocks, one of the knocks on coach Rivera coach was um, he hired a lot of guys that didn't have a lot of experience. You kind of flipped the script. You went out and got a lot of experienced guys, including guys who've been head coaches like Kingsbury like Cliff Kingsbury and um,
0: Anthony Anthony Lynn.
5: Lynn. So you went out, you know, Ken Norton Jr., the Johnsons, a lot of experienced guys. You knew Joe Witt, obviously, from Dallas. But specifically with Kingsbury, um, we talked a lot about him when you guys were were looking for an O.C. And um, I thought he did a pretty good job when he was a head coach. His offense got better in Arizona, but obviously it didn't work out for him as a head, head coach. But can you explain maybe the similarities, if you see any, between kingsbury and when you hired kyle shanahan as your oc in atlanta
8: well i'd say the first you know i can easy answer because the first part there is similarities about why um, kyle was there to say this was a person that could attack the, the entire field so it's horizontally with wide zone run games screens and perimeter stuff and then downfield shots where you could really extend and then explode on the whole field so that's where it all started and the similarities between those two. I think as an office coordinator, you better know how to attack. And uh, that includes the run game. That includes all parts of it. So when you can do that, uh, that's to me where it's the, you know, the tough teams to defend. And then as far as Cliff goes, the other part that, that does light me up, you know, he has, you know, sat in the seat. He can see behind some of the corners that uh, that could be coming up. And it also, one thing that I know he's excited about is, it also frees you up to absolutely go for it. So, you know, becoming a head coach and um, in the NFL is hard and adding play calling to that, um, you know, like those are really challenging things. So I know he's absolutely um, lit up about just calling the plays and being in the offense and doing that and not all the other things that go into being a head coach and merging the offense, the defense, the special teams, you know, the messaging, all of that that has to take place as the head coach. So, uh, the best version of him is absolutely right here with us right now, and so we're really fired up to get rocking with him too.
5: Coach, do you think he'll be a booth OC or on the field guy,
1: or do you, you know even talk the, about that one, yet?
5: We haven't even hit that yet,
8: and um, okay, it'll, we have enough staff to, to maneuver around on the field and off, and you know it depends on the quarterback and you know the communication with that. So we've done it both in Atlanta. One year Kyle was down, one year was up, but it was better up <laughs> where you could see it and visit with Matt post you know, series compared to, you know, on the field with him. So um, I'll let that play out. And I may even take that into preseason some uh, where does it go with Brian, who's here, who's got plenty of experience as well. And, you know, how can we best support Cliff and the quarterbacks uh, with the group that we have? So, um, yeah, we'll work through that, but uh, we haven't made any decisions on that part yet.
3: Coach Quinn, first let me say, we really appreciate all the time you're giving us. Thank I wanted you. to see if you're willing to do a quick word association with us, okay? So just first things that pop into your head when I give it. and You don't have to go long on them. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Explosive. Jonathan Allen. Dominic. Sam Howell. Puff. Drake May. Athletic. Caleb Williams. DC. There you <laughs> go. Good Caden Daniels. Game
8: changer.
7: Oh, I like that answer. <laughs> Good one.
8: You guys got yeah, make- yeah, I got a
7: question for you. When you get down to it, both be, I mean, you, obviously, you're not going to tell us what you're going to do. Don't expect you to. By any stretch.
8: We are not 100% accurate by you guys. <laughs> right,
7: right, right, right. But if, if you got, let's say you guys lock in at some point on drafting a quarterback, being a. Being the head coach, and then with Cliff's experience and with Adam, how much it like? can you divide up like whose opinion matters the most? Does your opinion matter the most? Does Adam's opinion matter the most? Or does Cliff's opinion matter the most? I'm not it's going to be collaborative. That's
8: an easy one, an easy one. Adam. Adam? Is it? Okay.
7: And, and that's based on what?
8: Putting people in the roles of things they kick ass at.
7: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so him just like evalu- So you trust his like player ev- evaluation talent like more than anybody, correct?
4: Wow. Okay, Coach Quinn. This is a very important question. Are you going to be a backwards hat guy as a head coach or a forward hat guy? Because in Dallas, you were a backward hat guy up in the booth. I need to know these things That's a bald guy, a fellow bald guy. <laughs>
9: I don't
8: know, I guess we gotta work that out. Let's see the hat collection first, then we can make a decision. <laughs> okay. Would the okay. league
7: let you wear your hat backwards on the sideline? Did they I don't
3: let know. you? Dude, they let not Belichick sure. look like a bum. <laughs>
4: He's Bill Belichick. He, he does, does whatever he, he wants. He also, I did that. not know that you had a Jordan shoe fetish. You, is that true? He does. Scott, uh,
8: I'm not gonna fetish. This sounds weird. Okay. So uh, I'm not there. Collection. So let's
4: Collection's let's, a better word. Yeah.
8: yeah, I'm definitely down with a collection and uh yeah, so um, yeah, Jordan 11s aren't my thing, so that, that's the oh, ones. How I'd many have. do you have? Um, probably somewhere between like 700 or
7: 800. That, oh, that's a real <laughs> collection. <Jeez. laughs> that's
8: a real collection. Does your wife
4: even have any closet no, space?
8: Like, like 10 or 11 pairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, okay,
4: you threw us for a second. There. Oh, okay,
8: I know. I gotta have a little fun on the radio okay. in the morning. Yeah, no,
7: yeah, 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 Yeah. All right. Well. well
5: no. Coach, uh, thanks a lot for the time. Uh, I'll tell you what. Commanders fans are excited. They obviously were very disappointed in in how everything ended last year. But when you bring in a whole new staff, you know, obviously new owner, new coaching staff, number two pick in the draft, a lot of money to spend in free agency. Commanders fans are pumped. They are, even though they only had four wins last year. But it's like, you know, let's flip the script. Let's start over. So they are excited.
8: There's a lot of energy here. You'd be, uh, you know, I was uh, almost overwhelmed the amount of people that, that wanted to be part of what's being built here. And uh, that part was really cool as a coach to to feel on the other side of it. And uh, I'm excited to go through this whole process with free agency and the draft and, and everything else. We're not going to miss one step along the way.
7: Thank you, Coach. We really appreciate it. We hope to get you on again.
8: All right. Get after it. Yeah. All right. Thank All right, you, buddy.
4: Thanks for the time.
8: There he is. Get after
4: it. He loves Let's Get rocking. That right. is his number one season. He's like, He's a, he's a high energy
3: guy. He certainly
7: yep. is. Yep, he were is. you in, were you? Were you surprised that he said that was an easy one? That's it's basically an Adam Peters decision.
3: No, because I can't remember who established it. It might have been I'm trying to remember who came on the show who said when he was in Atlanta. I think mm-hmm. it was Dmitriov. Mm-hmm. Yes. We had Dmitriov on the show. He said it was in Atlanta. They actually gave Quinn. I think he called it the all 53, yeah. mm-hmm. where all the decisions had ended with Quinn mm-hmm. and that he learned from that and that he was going to delegate and defer. Mm-hmm. So this time it is GM makes the last call. It sounds like yeah, but GM's got-
7: making most of the call. Like it's like largely, this is a largely an Adam Peters decision.
5: Yeah, and, I, and I'm not disputing that. I'm sure he's got a big role in it. But, you know, guys like Dan Quinn and Kingsbury have input. Oh, yeah.
7: They've got sure. input. And that I'm was sure, one of the sounds traits, like he's going to lean on Adam. I, I'm
3: sure he is. But I, that was one of the traits that they liked about Quinn, that he actually is a good evaluator, so he'll be talking with him. We'll yeah. talk about it throughout the show. 800-636-1067. That was head coach Dan
2: Quinn on the jump. Gen-
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs)
9: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: All right, a couple things to take care of. Number one, yep. Right now, we're going to give you a chance to win Luke Bryan tickets, callers number 10 and 11. You will get two tickets to go see Luke Bryan, Mind of a Country Boy Tour 2024. hits Jiffy Lube Live on Saturday, June 22nd. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events, courtesy of Live Nation. So 800-636-1067, your chance to win tickets to go see Luke Bryan at Jiffy Lube Live. Secondly, we had a little audio slip up there. Very infrequently do we replay anything on this show, Mm -hmm. but we had Dan Quinn on the show at 630. If you want a little radio insider, the six o'clock hour is the least listened to hour of the show. Radio insider. So we replayed most of the Dan Quinn interview. Yep. You can always go back and rewind with the Odyssey app, listen to the whole thing, check out the podcast, whatever. We made a big deal earlier about what Dan Quinn said when asked about Jaden Daniels. He said, game changer. That jumped out to some of us. Mm -hmm. We had like an instant reaction like, oh my God, he loves Jaden Daniels Mm -hmm. over Caleb Williams and Drake May. Well, we had an audio skip. So if you listen to it just now, you heard in Word Association, Terry McLaurin, Jonathan Allen, Sam Howell. Then you heard Drake, Drake May, May, Caleb Williams, and it skipped to Game Changer. Oh. So if you heard it just now, you would think that he said Game Changer about Caleb Williams. Ooh,
4: that's a big detail. When in fact,
3: he said it about Jaden Daniels. Ah, very good. It's good to clear that up. So what he said about Caleb Williams in Word Association was Can we play it again just for people or Drake no? May DC? Athletic. Caleb Williams. DC. There you (laughs) go. Jaden Daniels.
8: Game changer. Oh, I like
3: that answer. (laughs) So that was the actual audio without the audio skip. Okay. So we cleared that up. There you go. Good. Good. We're all set. I was just sleeping through that whole thing. Did you actually fall asleep? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had no yeah. idea where I was. <laughs> How'd you wake up? Did you set an alarm? The act of God.
5: <laughs> See, this is what happens when you're 54, and on a Tuesday night, you go to a whiz game, and you drink four cocktails. <laughs>
1: yeah,
5: you come in, and you got to get up at 4.15 in the morning. You feel a little bit poopy.
7: Yeah, I mean, I really guess, but I just haven't been sleeping well the last couple of weeks. I've just been going to bed late. like.
5: Yeah, well, that too. Day after day But after I think day. it really is. It's, if you were 34, you'd be fine.
3: It's the going at, at out in the cocktails, at 50, especially. At that, 54, too. Yeah.
5: You can't really bounce back.
3: I saw this story yesterday. It was the most EB story that I saw of the day. Let's see if he gets the twinkle in his eye. So it's about <laughs> um, a trail. And I know you're not big into trails, but it is near a golf <laughs> no course. One,
7: no one could be less into trails.
3: <laughs> than me. It's a trail <laughs> near a golf course in uh, Palm Springs. All right. I've been there. And Not this trail are confused. It's supposed to be a horse trail. Okay. But apparently it has become the spot for Four. hookups and meetups oh. Oh. and public sex no. and they don't know why or
7: how to stop it. <laughs> uh probably has it, great views. Is it like like re- like regular hookups? Like regular sex or is it like you know how sometimes there are like parks that are known for like <laughs> I don't know There's how to always been a rumor it.
4: that like, like certain rest stops might be like hot spots for gay hookups. Right,
3: right, right. <laughs> I mean,
7: there was a, like, wasn't it like Roy Rogers Park or something? I, that I that, don't like, know. That like out in LA that's where like... I
4: couldn't tell
3: you. This is the Bud Fuhrer Equestrian Trail near the abandoned Bel Air Greens golf course. That sounds, Does that make you sad? Sounds the, like a, an
4: abandoned golf course? And no. <laughs>
3: the Lieutenant says, we believe that people are using a dating hookup apps to arrange meetups there. No.
7: What I'm intrigued by, and it's, I want to do it on the EP. Should I save it for the EP? Is yeah, tease the, it now. Save it for the app. Well, there's a super criminal that's getting conjugal visits in prison oh, for, you for love years. You love conjugal <laughs> visits. I just don't understand it understand it it's getting regular sex so i almost prison. feel like you would go to jail piece. for a
3: week good if you could have a conjugal EP. visit what i almost feel like you would go to jail for a week no. if you could have a conjugal no, visit but I feel like you love you, so much i
7: feel like basically if you murder someone you probably shouldn't be you know part of shouldn't the be any benefits? Pay, yeah, you shouldn't be able to get conjugal right. he's got three checks on his list for you, conjugal visits if you kill somebody and he's a murderer
3: he's got a roster murderer. yeah really? he's
7: got a roster <laughs> yeah you should have a pretty well, miserable life the women are
5: idiots obviously they're Going yeah. and having sex with a murderer.
7: Yes. but the, Huh?
0: So you can do the story if you want.
7: Is this guy ever getting out of prison? Who is? I don't... I mean, he if might he's actually... he's a murderer, no. No, he might because he's in a, like a foreign prison. It's a uh, Vander Sloot. Oh, oh. No, he like oh. oh. He's the, the worst. Well, yeah, he's because... Like you know what? They don't have... I don't
5: yeah. think they have life sentences over there. Is he in Chile? I think he's Where already he? gotten Peru. A, Peru.
7: I think he's already gotten off on one of I the don't murders. Think they and have, now he murdered the other girl. I think
5: their max sentences for murder in those countries are... Twenty-five years.
7: Jordan Vandersloot, the guy that married uh, that murdered Natalie Holloway and, and another chick. Else. He rolled her up in a carpet after he murdered. Remember? Um,
4: yeah, he's got three chicks that come in and he gets regular conjugal visits. Yeah. Hi. I mean, that's that I, I, seems weird that they would give you that perk. In, in I'm sure that a Peruvian prison is one of the worst. Well, I think places he was in some the of planet. the
7: worst prisons. Yeah. Um. I th- I guess the old school idea I think is to kind of keep the the. the the inmates kind of like tame, right? They don't have all this pent up testosterone, but get the evil out of them. I guess I, I don't know. And it may just be a
3: reward too. Reward incentive for better behavior in the prison. Is I he
4: paying I people off? What they
3: should do with him is just throw his jail cell open
4: and let any of the the other
7: inmates take care of him. The problem there, is he's a big dude.
4: Who cares? Just send two or three guys in it there to die. The I think it would take quite a few their, guys. Let them have their way with them.
7: I think it would take quite a few guys to that's take him what, out.
4: That's the conjugal visit he should. Do be Do we having. get
7: conjugal visits? I can't remember in the United States. Are there certain states that allow conjugal visits? Because to me, it's. Just, to I think there. I think you there gotta are. Look that one up. It's just crazy to me. When you go to prison. You should not be rewarded with buns.
4: <laughs> that is correct. I I wholeheartedly. Uh, I, I just think this. it's the
7: craziest thing ever. This guy's a
3: convicted. Says murderer, here in the United States, and he's, he's
7: basically dating.
3: <laughs> conjugal visits occur in only state prisons, not federal prisons. In the early 1990s, 17 states had active conjugal visit programs. As of 2015, so still that's like eight years ago, it says California, New York, Connecticut, and Washington are the so only states that still allow. I didn't allow even know them.
4: this detail. He began serving his 28 year sentence. By the way, you only get a 28 year sentence for murdering somebody. That's crazy. Right. In 2012, But was sentenced to an additional 18 years after he's convicted of trafficking cocaine into prison in 2021. Yeah, because
7: one of the girls he was banging was bringing drugs. in. She brought it in. He's a donk. Yeah, I mean, he's a.
4: Can they just execute him, please? He's just. What is he contributing to society? I can tell you nothing. He's actually a, a drag on society. Please just push him off the edge of a mountain. Or let ten inmates go and just hit him in the head with a, a lead well, pipe. Well, that should have happened world years would be ago. Should have be a better place. How long has he
5: been in prison? I Means since twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He sh- that should have happened in twenty twelve.
4: I mean,
1: <laughs> what's crazy is that he had those U.S. charges, and he won't have to serve time when he's done there. He'll be free in twenty forty five. Twenty years, he'll be out. And how old will he be at that point? He's thirty six like now, sixty something. Yeah,
4: and then he'll murder somebody else when he comes out of prison. Yeah. I mean, odds are, it's crazy. By the way, do you, think do you think he's turning his life around in prison? No, <laughs> of course he's not.
7: There was, a, there was a big story this weekend too that came out about all the, um, all the prison prisoners that are having sex with the the guards. Okay, like I think it was in Kentucky. Probably happens everywhere. I think that. Yeah, I'm sure. What was it, that
5: big story a few years the ago? the ugly old lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they, and they it was like Alabama, and he the, was the shot white or he, something. Yeah, there was a car chase, and he was
7: shot. Remember? I do yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the story. Yeah, yeah. No, she was she maybe allegedly shot. But herself. She wasn't a prison guard. I think she she just was worked. a prison
3: guard. I just oh, remember you being fascinated the- by the big dong guy, <laughs> right? He was, yeah, like, yeah. And some other guy. Yeah,
7: that <laughs> might that might have been a different one.
1: Thirty Kentucky prison guards had sex with inmates in over sixteen months, while yeah. fourteen other guards smuggled in drugs. And they, they had
7: a picture of one of the guards that was having sex with the inmate. Is it a female prison or yeah. a male prison? Uh, no, I don't know. It was a guy, I think having sex with – because one of them got pregnant. So it was, it was females with guys. So the guards were females. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the female guard that I saw was a two. <laughs> Maybe a one. I'm not surprised. Put a 10
3: in the prison. Oh, yeah, (laughs) 15. Money. (laughs) Supermodel in the prison. (laughs) All right, got to take a break. We'll switch gears. We'll talk to Capitals head coach Spencer Carberry next here on The
2: Junkies.
6: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?